Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Video Games Now podcast. I, t- I told you guys I had it under control, but I t- clearly did not. I chose the wrong. You still game. picked a good song, though. Yeah, this is That's, this. Uh, yeah. Castle Crashers. This is a uh, this is a good song for sure, but uh, not as good as the one. Let's just choose the one we were going to choose. Oh yeah, it's E3 time, everybody, and uh, Video Games Now is going to cover the rest of it that we didn't cover in the last podcast. Uh, so my name's Rodney. I'm uh, one of the hosts, and I'm joined by a uh, slightly intoxicated Will. Hey guys, sorry it took us so long to get to this. And uh, Will, I know you've had a couple drinks, but I want you to be on your best behavior despite the hype that we may have gained from E3. Uh, the hype's still there, just not as bad, so you should be okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then we're also joined by Elok, the wizard, Mr. Cole. Hello. Oh, hello, hello. Use and... my real name. <laughs> well, no, no, I didn't use your real name. I used half of your real name with a very respectful Mr. in the front. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, so, uh, we're super excited to, uh, talk about what was revealed. I've, uh, I was working a lot, so I missed, actually, the smaller news, so I'm actually quite excited to talk about all that. And, uh, hey, guess what? All that is coming up right now. Right now. Alright, so, why don't we start with, uh, something super cool, like, uh... Bethesda, Mr. Will. Bethesda. Ma! <laughs> so a company that is worth a lot of money. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all... like Anyone who's participating in an E3 panel or conference or presentation, I, I think, is worth a lot of money. Yeah, but when you consider, like, where Bethesda came from, like, the original Elder Scrolls and a lot of their other games... Right. They've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Elder Scrolls. Well, when was the last time you played the original Elder Scrolls? Oof. A long time ago. I do own it, though. I bought the Elder Scrolls collection, I think, two or three two years ago. Yeah, for PC. I've yeah, never opened too. it yet, though. I want to. Oh. I want to replay Skyrim for PC. But uh, I just haven't got around to it. But I remember the first two Elder Scrolls, uh, Arena and Daggerfall. Daggerfall. They were uh, point and click. <laughs> point and click. Oh, Okay, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll get into it later. I was going to start talking about Blades already. 
Yeah. We're gonna, start, we're gonna start with blades. So uh, are we yeah. gonna are we gonna start with blades? Yeah, we're starting with blades. Oh man, it, you remember how we downloaded it like two podcasts ago, and I said yes. whoever beat first wins. Have you played it at all? <laughs> I played a little bit. I played a, a bit today as well. Uh, I do enjoy it. It just kills my battery. <laughs> oh man, I've been playing like I've been playing like crazy. I'm really enjoying it. I've I've done so much. My town's coming along together. I've got like all of the giveaways and stuff. So. Oh wow, look at you. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fun. I mean, I took a little break, like I haven't played in the last few days, but I logged in to get my E3 uh, 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 gift package, which yeah. comes with like a 200 uh, gems and all this fun stuff. So Nice, Yeah, nice. but I've been playing hard. I, uh, nice. I just bought a Samsung uh, Galaxy S10 Plus today. Um, I, this is the first time I actually told both of you guys, <laughs> but... Uh, um, Congratulations! Yeah, I went in there and I'm, I told Brittany, I was like, "Don't let me buy a new phone." She's like, "All right." And then I got them to price it out, and they're like, "Yeah, you would owe us only thirty-five bucks today." And so uh, Brittany and I walked out with two two new phones. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that worked out. Um, so it's like super mega powerful. So maybe I'll download Blades and then beat beat all your ass with yeah. my like yeah. octa-core fucking phone. I have the I have the Galaxy Note Eight, and it's the best phone I've ever owned. The thing is a monster. I can get like cell reception anywhere, and uh, I, my phone is just maxed out with a bunch of stuff, and it's still got so much space. Yeah, and uh, me and the and the girl at Kudo um, like tag team Brittany to convince her not to get an iPhone because they're inferior to fucking Android. Yes. Yes. Nice. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. Unless you want to get that ten thousand dollar computer stand that they're selling, or that thousand dollar computer stand they're selling. Yeah. Oh, and I remembered actually. I was telling this story a few podcasts ago about how when I bought my computer, it didn't come with a mouse. It was because they had the track, tra- like the tracking mouse, like the like big ass pad or the magic mouse. And it's yeah. like we like we don't know what you want, so we wanted you to like be able to buy your own. I'm like, I just bought a fucking computer for twenty five hundred bucks. It should come with a mouse. Yeah, give me something. <laughs> so, anyways, but uh, back to blades. If anybody is thinking about getting it and just doesn't know, I I recommend it. And uh, it, it took me a little bit to figure it out, but like once you once you figure it out, like the dungeon system is really fun. They've got this thing called the abyss where you can like go down a bunch of different levels and it gets harder and you get more treasure. And uh, I think like the loot system is super fun. The crafting system is fun. Like it's a really well fleshed out game. Like I'm, it's I'm well surprised. made. Yeah, it's um, it's surprising extremely happy about how well it's made it's fun yeah so starting with Elder Scrolls Blades uh the announcements uh that came for that game were that there was a new mobile version update uh that came out what would have that been last week uh Monday so um Monday last week a new update came out called the that brought in a new dragon quest line I haven't gotten that far into the game have you Cole uh, no, I, I just saw that that was in there, but I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm still, I, I'm really bad at doing the side quests. Like I, I always wait to do the hardest side quest to get the best loot before I do the main missions. So like I'm really distracted in inside this. <laughs> nice, yeah. So uh, there's a new update out for Elder Scrolls Blades. That's pretty exciting. And uh, the biggest one though is Elder Scrolls Blades is coming to the Switch sometime this fall. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, now, uh, I don't, I don't, well, I mean, I have an Octa fucking core phone now. I think that's what it said on the detail, on the spec details to Octa fucking core, um, <laughs> core, uh, phone. But no, it's an Octa, it's, it has, it's an Octa core processor. Like, I blew me away. Sorry, I went back to my phone, because mm. I just bought it. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh. That's okay, I mean, if you're gonna, I, I would, I'm only, I'm not gonna get it for the Switch. I mean, I'm playing it on my phone, and, uh, I, I don't bring my Switch everywhere, so I would just yeah. play it on my phone. 
there's another announcement though with the Switch. When it comes out, it's going to also still be free to play. It's going to be cross play and cross progression with the mobile version. So if you've already been playing on your phone, you'll be able to pick up where you left off on the Switch. Really? Well, maybe then that might sell me on it then. That's uh... <laughs> New Nintendo and Bethesda. <laughs> Nice. I, uh, I think that's actually a really smart idea, yeah. and uh, it for a free game, I think uh, it's the microtransactions, but I haven't put any money into this game yet. Have you, Cole? No. I, I mean, like, you start with a healthy amount of... Uh, it's gems is the microtransaction that you, you get, and you start with a healthy amount, and then with this last update, I got 200 more, and uh, if you open up chests, you get, like, 20 to 50 every silver or gold chest you get, so, I mean, you get a, a really good amount. And I haven't gotten to the point where I need to buy better equipment. They've been fleshing me out some good, uh, good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's if you love it, I mean, you can definitely put some money into it, but you do not have to if you want to play it. No, you just got to play the game. Oh, yeah. I did get the blades. There was like a six dollar uh, blade thing where you got like a blades helmet, a, a blade sword, and like a bunch of other stuff, and it was like six bucks. So I got that. Oh, so that's so he, the only, that's the only thing yes, yes, I have. Six bucks. <laughs> Because I wanted the blades helmet and sword, so I mean, but it, that's it doesn't do much. But I mean, I've been using it since since I got it. It's better than all the other equipment I found for helmet and sword. Nice. <laughs> Cole buying microtransactions. What's this world hey, come to? I, 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 yeah, you're right. I can't say anything. <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, I've even succumbed to microtransactions. I pay six to bu- six bucks a month for gold pass on Clash Clans now. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. All right. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, if, if people are making the game, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into that microtransaction <laughs> fight right now. we got so much more to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we've, been, we've been there. We've done that. We've uh, we've already covered the, the microtransaction war. The micro... Yeah, that was like way earlier in our podcasting career. <clears throat> back when... We can, uh, we can revisit it later on in oh, the future. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to because there's a lot of games this, that they've announced that I'm excited for. Some are saying no microtransactions and some are like, well, there's going to be some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot we could talk about. What's what's after Blades? What's next on your list of things there, Will? Fallout 76. Mm. <laughs> Best reaction ever. Just like mm. Cole's fucking lukewarm about the whole idea. So, when they first announced that they were going to, well, when they, the rumor was that they were going to announce a new Fallout last year, I was really excited. Yeah. And then they showed 76. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was so disappointed in it right from the beginning. Like the second I saw 76, I was like, this is not going to be good. That's what I'm saying. Like all my expectations just went down and I'm like, yeah. All right, a game I'm just going to skip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they announced a Battle Royale mode, I guess. Yeah, that is the Nuclear Winter. That is uh, already available in beta form right now. Uh, I mean, if something's struggling and failing hard, just slap it with a Battle Royale. <laughs> That's what the fans want, right? It's what they want. Yeah. That's Fallout- what I want. I'm going to pick up two copies now. Fallout 76 I- was so good that you just got to make it I- a Battle Royale. I was watching some of the streamers. I was watching, uh, was it Josh OG? I think it was Josh OG. He was playing uh, Nuclear Winter. And, uh, you know, for a 52-player Battle Royal, it kind of looked like it added something different. Right. Well, what... You could nuke everyone if you managed to get the codes. 
So is the battle royale where you are trying to find the code, like the first person to find the code and launch the nukes wins? No, it's like it's still like the nukes not won't always take out everyone. It's more of like, you know, when they're down to a small circle, it'd be good to use. Right. But it's random like you have to go all over the map and try to figure out where the codes are and you know hack ATMs and everything like that. But the problem is the the code might not even spawn in a place that you're able to go to. Right. Okay. Well, you know what? That would be cool to have some sort of battle royale. Not even just Fallout 76, just in general. Uh, that's uh, basically not an FPS, because they're all fucking, you know, FPS. It's got to be something a little bit different. Like, maybe not not necessarily to a T, the battle royale style, because that's, that's what it is. It's just everyone killing each other. But, you know, maybe like how I said, where, you know, you have to be the first person to complete the one particular objective, and then you would basically defeat everybody else. Well, who knows? Yeah, you've got that Tetris Battle Royale game now. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> and I think you can shake it up a little bit, you know, like having... You don't have to play... You could play the original one, or you could play, like, what Roddy said, you can find something first or do something first. You can have a bunch of different uh, different game types. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think Fallout 76 is a little bit like... I know we're always going back to it, but like Sea of Thieves, I think if you got, like, a group of, like, four or five people that all played together on a regular basis, I think it could be really fun right I, I mean i don't know but i mean maybe it's the same the same way and they're just adding a little bit of flavor to it so if you love if you do love follow 76 sorry we're bashing on it all the time yeah yeah but uh with fallout 76's announcements they said the game was going to be free to play from june 10th to the 17th so that means you have one more day to play it <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast for free wait it's what also, day so uh, it was from june 10th to the 17th and tomorrow is the 17th. Oh, I was downloading um, Well, actually, showdown. today will be the 17th. <laughs> yes, today. Listen, if you're listening to the podcast on time. Sunday is your last day to play the podcast. <laughs> now I'm confused. All right. <laughs> uh, but moving on, Fallout 76 is also getting a new free update that is going to add NPCs. Wait. Uh, yeah. There wasn't <laughs> NPCs in the fucking there, game there was, to begin there with? There was no NPCs no. in the game. That's why people were freaking out because it was like they were like, we're making this Fallout world, but there's no NPCs. So everybody said it felt very lonely and it was empty. You know, there's like, it was empty. There was nobody there. It was just like completely, completely empty because there's no NPCs. That's so. fucking nonsense. Now they're adding them. That's... That was like a huge complaint a lot of people had. Well, yeah. Like, why would you make an empty world? Your reaction right now, Rodney, is like what everybody's reaction was when it came out last year. Yeah. Well, I didn't even play the game because I've I had never played. All right, like I played Fallout Three, like I said before, or Fallout whatever the fuck it was. But um, yeah, Fallout Four. No, I think it was Three. I Fallout Three. I played. Um, Fallout Three. I didn't awesome. finish Fallout it. Fallout Four was really fun, but yeah, but that's um, fucking shocking. But I had no desire you, to play it at the beginning. Do you remember? Um, uh, for all the viewers, when we had Brian on the podcast, when he played against, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thomas. so Brian played Fallout seventy six quite a bit, and I would always go over and play with him just because I didn't want to buy it myself and I wanted to play it. And there are stuff about it that is very fun, but I mean, yeah, it was like it was so empty, and yeah, there was just ghouls, ghouls and raiders, and that's it. There was only yeah, ghouls and raiders. Ghouls. But now with the NPCs, they've added full dialogue trees and uh, a new main quest line. Jeez. So that'll be coming out uh, sometime this fall. 
So hopefully that'll keep people playing Fallout 76 if you're still playing. Or they should make a Fallout 5. Yeah. So did they not get enough applicants for the NPC position or what? Like, I oh. think they, they wanted to make like a like an open world game that you could kind of do whatever you want, you know, where they, they didn't want to tie you down with like quest lines or, um, uh, you know, towns that you had to go to to do certain things. They were just like, we're just going to give you this open world that you can go and be in and be a part of like and do whatever you want. Right. You know, so they're, they're not going to have NPCs because you are you are the NPCs, right? Like all the players in the game, you can interact with you guys over right. the NPCs. Okay. And it just didn't work because, well, first of all, nobody wanted to play the game. So there was no NPCs either way. And uh, So what you're telling me is there was no story and no NPCs in the game. Yep. That, yeah, that... it was basically like they just, they just created a, a Fallout world and put you in it. And then you Only just call do... people. Yeah, 12 people. Who fucking yeah. approved this idea? Yeah, it was bad. It was really <laughs> bad. And that's why it got really negative press and everybody hated it and it's failing terribly and the game sucks. Even like I was saying how Brian played it, I was like, this could kind of be fun. And he was like, no, I want this game to be fun. And I, it just it's just not. He's like, I've tried so hard yeah. to have fun in this game and I just hate it so much. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. So hopefully they'll smarten up. Come on. Come on, Toddy boy. All right. Well, it still doesn't have me intrigued with... Uh them adding shit that should have been in the game to begin with. Yeah. So. We'll see. Alright, why don't we move on there, Will? Uh, we're talking about Ghostwire Tokyo. So, Ooh. out of you two, have either of you played Evil Within? Yes. Oh, yeah. I loved Evil Within. No. Alright. Oh, Rodney, you're fucking failure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play the second one, though. I didn't play the second one. I wanted to play the second one, but uh, it took me so long to beat the first one because I played on the hardest difficulty, and I like I wouldn't play all the time. I'd sit down and play it bit by bit. I did and, the same uh, thing, plus the expansion. It added so much more to the game. Yeah, I think I played the expansion. I can't remember. I mean, it was a long time ago. I, I bought it like on day one, and I played a good chunk of it, and then I dropped it and picked it up again. But, uh, yeah. man, that was a, it was fun. It was super spooky. Yeah, so I have I played the first, uh, completed it. I played on the hardest difficulty. It was rough. Uh, <laughs> I haven't played the second, but I'm a big fan of uh, Shinji uh, Miyami. I think his name is right or Mikami. Mikami. Shinji Mikami. Shinji and Mikimi. Yeah. Shinji. Uh, so he announced his new game from his stu uh, studio Tango GameWorks. It's called Ghostwire Tokyo. It's kind of changing up from what he normally does with like a horror survival game this is more of like a supernatural um, thriller mm. <laughs> have either of you guys looked at the trailer at all or oh yeah I've watched the trailer a few times to try to figure out what the heck is going on it's... I thought Death Stranding was confusing it's literally playing right now on our live stream so there oh, you yes. go oh oh, oh. So, from when they announced the game, it's basically um, a Tokyo with a supernatural setting. Uh, there's going to be magic and supernatural uh, ghosts and demons and stuff like that. But basically, out of nowhere, people are just randomly disappearing. Yeah, I just saw that in the trailer. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh... And you have to figure out why that's happening and save Tokyo. <laughs> but I gotta have a small little comment here. For people randomly disappearing, I love that they're close today. <laughs> yeah. There's just a room with a bunch of naked people in it that you find in, like, an office building or something. Yeah. Yeah. All the ghouls are having an orgy. <laughs> of course your mind would go there. What if they're just, just hanging out? 
you know, yeah, not conforming yeah. to the ways this world is set up for us. Well, Most likely I, they're about to be sacrificed for some stupid th reason. Well, I don't know about you, Cole, but uh, when everyone's naked in, in a room around me, I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's an orgy. Yeah. Well, what if nobody wants to have an orgy with you? <laughs> it's either an orgy or I'm at the swimming pool and I'm in the change room. Either one of the two. Don't those both happen at the same time? <laughs> oh, no, never mind. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, it's an interesting looking game. I, I'm looking forward to it as it's something different than what we're used to. And it's from a creator that's so far given me two great games. Excuse me. Yeah, totally. Um, it, it looks interesting, that's for sure. Uh, I didn't. I missed. Ours the Star Wolf theme, um, but uh, yeah. Anyways, why don't we move on to the uh, the next bit here? We got a lot to talk about today. Death Loop. Death Loop. A new game so, from developer of Dishonored Arkane Leon. Is that the Arkane Leon? Arkane Leon. Okay. Yeah, that's how they said their name. I had said it multiple times trying to figure out why. Interesting. Maybe yeah. they knew we were going to make fun of it on our podcast, so they said it really weird. So the thing about these guys at Arcane Leon is they build games about playing the way you want to play. It was the same thing in Dishonored 1 and Dishonored 2. You could make choices that would change how the world played. Right. Played out later on. So it seems they say this death loop is going to play the same way, but watching the trailer, I can't see any story. Yeah, I mean, there's there's only the one trailer for Death Loop, right? Yeah, it was just announced. It's brand new. I it, it doesn't even look like we've gotten gameplay. It's just a trailer. Uh, it, it, and all we know is the story revolves around time loops, but they didn't really give us anything. So I, yeah, except for they were like, we want you to play the way you want to play, and I'm like, don't like kind of all games do that a little bit. Yeah, I'm a little confused about this game. I do really like Dishonored. Uh, they were great games, one and two, and all the expansions. But yeah. this game, I need to see more. Like right now, I just see two characters constantly trying to kill each other and then reliving it. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. one's happy about it, and one's sad about it. And yeah. it's all in-game cinematics too, so it's it's hard to tell what the actual game's going to be like in terms of gameplay. No, I felt. As the announcement in the trailer, the trailer was okay. I think for what they delivered with the trailer, they should have given about a bit more information. Yeah. Um, this chick is super cool, though. The, the and you know what? I was gonna say I was gonna say this for the last game too, but the graphics look super realistic. But I mean, it's twenty fucking nineteen. You know, it's it's we're entering the new age of gaming. Like it's gonna be top shelf graphics pretty much across the board. Yeah. Don't tell Mark I said that. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, how good graphics can keep getting. Like, like this is, is it going to be to the point soon where we're just going to literally be watching a, a live-action movie? It's going to be like uh, in what the fuck's that movie called? The Sp Steven Spielberg one. Play uh, Ready Player One, where you, like, put on that suit, and then yeah, everyone's just going to go. go to the strip club? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, that's how that's going to work. Yeah, uh, I was dropped from the call, but I'm back. Uh, oh, okay, good. I didn't even notice you're gone. Yeah, and you normally I can't get Skype to close, and now it's just closed on its own. I don't know what's going on. Hey, that's a 
computer thinking about thinking of, uh, of its own self. Yeah. yeah. Rude. Anyways, uh, let's move on here to the next game here, which is uh, my uh, my favorite so far, Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The new trailer, Rodney, blew me away. Oh, I'm what excited. a good trailer. Yeah, that trailer was freaking dope. It was gory. It, it, it was Doom. That's all I'm going to say. It, it was, was classic yeah. Doom. It was classic Doom. Here, I'll pull the trailer up here for the viewers um, on the YouTubes, uh, on the YouTubes page here. But... Um, yeah, and just FYI, everybody, if you guys want to uh, join the the fantastic live stream here of our show, you can uh, become a Patreon. So we can just uh, here, I'll, here, watch the trailer here. Well, people who are Patreons, um, and uh, yeah, join our community there, and uh, you get to access the podcast one day early and uh, watch me make fucking cool faces and stupid voices and watch some trailers while I talk. I don't even get to access the podcast one day early. No, dude. You have to fucking listen to it on yeah. Tuesdays like everybody yeah, else. On the Patreon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, do, but, yeah, man. That, this Doom looks sorry, like... A, yeah, this Doom looks way more polished than uh, even the one that came out in 2016, and that one I felt was pretty polished. Mm. Yeah, they, they're dumping a lot of love into Doom. They're just like... I don't know. I don't think they expected how well the, uh, the Doom that they released in 2016 was going to do. Well, you know what got me actually? What caught my attention was the album art because I I I played Doom originally on the PC in like nineteen fucking ninety three or whatever it was. But, oh yeah. But um, I never really what, I was it Doom three or Doom was it three? I, I can't even remember at this point. It was the one where the guns in the center and it was like super pixelated. Oh, okay. So it's like Doom one or two. Yeah, it's two. I think Doom three. I think was the one that kind of looks like it was more like three D and uh, and. But it was kind of slow and missing something. Where, but yeah. Doom Three, I think that was like '97 or '98. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I played. But anyways, I was in uh, EB Games and I was looking for a new Switch game to play over the weekend. And I, <clears> the Doom, the artwork actually caught my attention. And then I like kind of looked at it and was like, Yeah, sure, okay, I'll give her a try. And it's like best game I've bought in this year for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I still haven't played it. I'm going to because I know it's on the Xbox Game Pass. So. Yeah, it's definitely gonna have to play it before Doom Eternal, as Eternal continues the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. Anyways, it looks like uh, there's a couple of new weapons too, just from this trailer. Yeah, they've also um, this time you're gonna be going around a little more, so you're not just yeah, gonna be locations. in hell. You're gonna mm-hmm. be in heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. You're Good. going yeah. to hell, but you're going to heaven, and you're I going to some the, earth the mid. Too. Yeah, Earth or, is the mid thing, but uh, I can't remember what they call it. Uh, uh, purgatory. Yeah, I think so. Why or wouldn't something. it be? Well, they were on Mars before, so why wouldn't they be on Earth? Oh, because they they open a portal on yeah. Mars to hell, and then they escape. So you got to go yeah. in and close it. But I think it's too late. Like they've already spread yeah. to Earth by the time you get it closed on Mars. Like this I mean, is- that was the. That's at the What's end that? of the. That's at the end of this. The one from 2016, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm thinking like the, the old. Like uh, this is the old storyline. Like how they on the original ones. Well, maybe I think it's following that. Yeah, maybe it was just a retelling of that story. Because uh, yeah, you're yeah. you're in Mars, and then some stupid like yeah. person like opens the portal, and then you go in and kill a bunch of shit, and then you have to come back, and yeah, yeah. destroy the portal from this side. Yeah, for anyone. Yeah, but that's, I think it's. Uh, Played the game. I haven't played the game, but watched the movie. The movie is not like the game. Yeah, I so I watched the movie 
before I played whatever the Dooms from 2016, I didn't play Doom from the original PC, like I said, very long, so I didn't have any kind of connection between the two, but now that I've played the game, holy fuck, the movie sucks. <laughs> even before you play the game, the movie sucks. <laughs> I know, and but it oh, sucks even more. Movie. Yeah. Uh, Movies always there gonna was some, suck. There was some talk, too, about the the, uh, the Doom guy being a, a DLC character for uh, Smash Bros. <laughs> Could you imagine? No, like that—that's not even a joke. They're actually like that—that that was one of the things that was a maybe because the whole thing is Nintendo's trying to release some uh, characters that are going to promote their new games coming out or things that are going to be on the Switch. Yeah. So Doom was did so well, and they're going to start pushing Doom stuff that uh, they were going to consider him to be a DLC, or that was like one of the one of the the maybes for it. So hey. Who knows, maybe your favorite game will turn into your favorite Smash character there, Rodney. I'm sure Sakurai's fucking stoked on that idea. Yeah, he's just well, gonna I mean, pull Sakurai's... out a fucking chainsaw and cut off uh, Link's head. That'll be his <laughs> final Smash, dude, is of his chainsaw. <laughs> just chainsaw people? They'll just PG it. They'll PG it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Nintendo later, don't... Yeah. Okay, alright, sorry, I jumped jump in the gun. Yeah, don't gun. fucking pre-cum in your pants there, Cole. Yeah. Alright. Oh, uh, I already... Doom Eternal, <laughs> so out November 22nd. Yes, uh, and I will be buying that. Actually, or maybe not, it's on Game Pass. But I also really like playing it on the Switch. So yeah, anyways. next. Also, though, they also announced a new multiplayer mode called Battle Mode. I don't know if that is in the trailer you guys are watching right now, but it's a two-player controlled uh, demon versus one-player controlled Doom guy. So your Doom guy is always OP. Yeah. Um, and your demon is just a normal demon. So it's two two v one uh battle mode. That's mm. kind of interesting actually. It it caught me off guard and at first I was kinda hesitant and then I kept watching and I see how it plays out as the Doom guy is just Doom guy, like the he's Doom the Marine. Guy. And, yeah. and well He's a Doom guy. Doom guy. Spoiler alert for Doom. You die at the end, I'm pretty sure. He's died multiple times and been revived. So, Oh, so is that how it works? You, they just put him back together in some fucking Mar Martian machine or what? Pretty much. They, they do the, uh, the Master Chief. They just, he goes to sleep for a couple years. Yeah. Oh. Wakey, wakey. Oh, wakey, wakey. Smack him in the face a couple times. Yeah, he'll be good Eggs to go. and bakey. Yep. Uh, all right, cool. And uh, so, yeah, moving on here to the next cool, uh, cool game here, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. So my game, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, is getting some new content—a new dungeon DLC called Scalebreaker. Uh, I haven't even played the newest content that came out at the beginning of June, so I still have to get into that, which is elsewhere. But I I'm excited. I, I really like seeing what Bethesda can do with the Elder Scrolls universe being an MMO. Right. And basically, it reminds me what uh, Fallout should have been. Fallout 76. Elder Scrolls Online? Does? Because Elder... Pictures is like Skyrim, right? Right. But like a massive world where everyone's together. Okay. All right. It doesn't feel lonely. You have NPCs. You have other players everywhere you look. That is exactly what I thought Fallout 76 was going to be. Yeah. I think that's what everybody thought Fallout 76 was going to be. Mm -hmm. But they, they just they just sent out an incomplete game that was trash. Well, the NPC yeah. thing blows my mind. Like even on a even in an MMO, there's NPCs. Like that's like gaming 101. 
<laughs> yeah. We're breaking the rules here at Bethesda. You can't break the rules until you're a professional. Bethesda, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Bethesda's not. Yeah, they're not professionals. <laughs> They'll get there, though. That, well, that's what they taught you when I was in film school. They're like, here's the rules. You can't break them until you're fucking um, uh, Steven Spielberg. Fast at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they broke the, them on, like, his first move. <laughs> so, yeah. moving on, though, they also announced a new story DLC that'll be coming out probably in November, December. It hasn't been announced, but it's called uh, Dragon Hold, which will feature the return of one of the main characters, uh, like, friends from the main story. Hmm. So does this raise the level cap from like fucking 1000 to like 2000 or what? I don't even know what it is on PC. I think it's at like 1200 now, but for console I think it's 810 still. That's silly. I'm I'm 625 I think. Yeah, that's silly. We talked about this before. Character? Uh I have seven different characters. <laughs> Holy crap. What I like about this game is you only have to play as soon as you hit 50 you hit like a champion point level That's where your real like points come in and your strength mm -hmm. So once you hit that once your guy is already champion level you the all your characters share those champion points for your right. account Yep. Oh, so cool. I can I can create it like they just created a new character that I can play as I, and I'm going to the necromancer So I just have to get him to level 50 and then he'll be 625 or 645 sorry dang that's cool that's that gets away some of the like the grinding back at the point yeah yeah <clears throat> you still have to grind through the one to 50 but it's not as bad because you can play through the story and it, you know the story is always fun mm. and you'll hit 50 very fast yeah i'm playing diablo and i mean like once you hit level 70 then yeah your real power comes in but it's just tough to mm -hmm. go from the beginning again and like start getting through that first first part Oh yeah. So my question to you, Will, is how the fuck do you have time for seven characters in Elder Scrolls Online? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do, I can't play as all of them all the time. Right now, I'm playing as uh, my Templar, which yeah. I'm having fun with my uh, my Sork Temp. <laughs> uh, he does some mad damage, and he just got a big buff too. So I, I'm looking forward to playing with him again. I am gonna create a Necromancer though because there's some new. Uh, mechanics they've created with the uh, necromancer as uh it's kind of considered a black magic yeah so a dark art so if you get caught using any of like the necromancer's abilities by a guard or any like of the the high like um the guards or um soldiers for the npcs right yeah you'll get a bounty and they'll Why attack on site pretty much paid a coin fine I'll suffer that. I can't remember what he said afterwards. Yeah. Pay the court of fine or suffer the consequences. Yeah. Then pay with your blood. Yeah. The hardest thing about an MMO, though, is every time they do an update or they release a new um, a new patch or something and they change gear setups or, like, some of the mechanics for your character, Yeah. I'm always going back and having to grind for different uh, gear. Uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta have a little bit of grindiness in there. Yeah, but I spent 20 days in, like, one dungeon just to get, like, seven pieces of gear and divines. Okay, 20 days is a, is a little bit. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? Not grinding. Dungeon grinding? Yeah, dungeon grinding, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> oh, my brother called me today and told me that I should download um, uh, Monster Hunter because he's playing it and he likes it. And I'm like, fuck. That's, I'm getting, yeah. getting it from all sides now. What are you now. playing it on? He's, it's fun. He's playing it on Xbox. Oh, man, PC, man. I played on Xbox, so. Yeah, I'm playing on PS4 with Mark. I'm trying to get him to the end game because there's uh, an event uh, next week they're bringing back called Taroth. So I want to do that, but I just hit uh, level 49. Um, Cole, were you making the, pu- the puking noises at PS4 or, or, or Mark? I couldn't tell. Uh, uh, PS4. Okay. And the fact You that own a PS4. Yeah, I own a PS4, but I don't play good games on it. I use it for, like, Netflix and playing Bloodborne. You have a $500 Netflix machine? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I do, and Blu-ray. But I, I don't know if probably Xbox One can play Blu-ray as well. Maybe. Yeah, can yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, I got my PlayStation 4 to play Blu-ray and to play Bloodborne, and uh, I did both of those things. Right. I feel well, like I feel like PlayStation is, like, the Apple version of the console market. And I and and what I mean by that is, uh, it is it's it's decent, but there are better options. It's um, still it's still always sold better than Xbox. Yeah, it's true. Okay, all right. I'm just trying it's to make Sony. those fucking PS. And it's always boys. sold better than Nintendo as well. The Switch is the first of its kind that's actually dominating the market. Well, yeah. Cause... I thought the Wii dominated the market when it came out. It did for a little bit, and then the, once they dropped the PS3's price tag, remember, it fucking skyrocketed. Because not too many people wanted to pay mm. uh, $6.99 for a console. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people <laughs> want to pay $1,000 for a fucking computer stand, either. Exactly. Just the stand. Yeah. Just the stand. Yes. Well, I would pay- just tie it to the ceiling with or something. <laughs> but we should uh, keep moving along because we got a lot to cover. Um, so I'm just mm. going to quickly go into it. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, which is a, a mobile card game, has a new expansion uh, that was announced called Moons of Elsewhere. It'll be available June 27th. And then Bethesda ended their Elder Scrolls talk saying that they're still hard at work on Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield. They're just not ready to show anything. Well... Mm. Why the fuck tease it last year then? For fuck's sakes! Yeah, that's annoying. Because they, they just, they just, it turned into another Fallout seventy six. They're making <laughs> that's true. Elder Scrolls seventy six. But the only thing we saw was like stock footage from a fucking space movie. Like it was totally not informative yeah. whatsoever. Like and with El- Elder Scrolls, we saw a mountain. <laughs> yeah, like more stock footage from Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, it, so. But uh, here we are bitching about uh, games not being released slash yeah. talked about, and then we're bitching about Fallout 76. On time. Yeah. <laughs> we're gamers. And we're late. Yeah. yeah. All right, so next we got Wolfenstein. Yeah, so Wolfenstein's going to have a really big uh, July. They have two games uh, coming out. They have the Youngblood... Uh, sing- or, I don't even know. Is Youngblood its own... Yeah, I think it's its own... Uh, spin-off from the Wolfenstein series, which you'll be playing as BG Blaskowitz's uh, twin daughters. That'll be available July 26th, and they've also announced for PS4, I think. Uh, can you, sorry, Wolf- can you can you say that name one more time? Which one? The first one, the... Bl- the, uh, the main character's yeah. name? BJ, <laughs> BJ Blaskowitz. Could you imagine that being on, like, the back of a hockey jersey? Blaskowitz? 
And it's actually a pretty nice name. That's a fucking for, uh, what like for being such a badass. Like if you like Doom, Rodney, check out Wolfenstein. It's on Game Pass. Play it. Yeah, both yeah. one oh, and yeah. two. They are amazing. Bradley told me the same thing, so I, yeah, yeah. I, I might. They're they're really friggin' brutal too. They're like oh, yeah. crazy brutal. I played on the hardest difficulty, and I had some really bad uh, gamer rage. Oh, I I uh, just downloaded NHL 19 because it was free, so why not? Um, and so I've been playing that, and uh, yeah, holy shit, I've been getting some game rage at that. I turned <laughs> off the tripping penalty for human humans because it was retarded. It was like, like literally tapped his ankle. He didn't even flinch or was affected in any way, and I get a penalty. I'm like, can you fuck off, ref? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw Realist. some more money at that ref, Rodney. Yeah, um... Yeah, and there's just a you bunch of other. Playing, uh, oh, okay. You know what? I actually kind of want to do a re-review video of the Evil Controller because there's a couple things that bother me uh, about the Evil Controller that uh, I didn't really mention in my first review of it. But um, the thumbstick, the left thumbstick, sticks, um, which is really annoying during Sea of Thieves when you're trying to count paces because you're like, oh, it's right here, but your thumbstick sticks and you walk you just another. Walk. <laughs> yeah. Like fuck's sakes. Um, and the other thing is like it has Bluetooth connectivity issues, which is really annoying. Um, oh, shut up, Cole. And then, <laughs> it's also a smart, like a those type of controllers, Rodney, are always supposed to be plugged in for latency issues. Well, yeah, but I don't want to. It even says that in the instructions. Well, fucking shut up, shut up. Uh, and then the uh, the grippy grips are kind of annoying too. Like I was playing NHL and sweating so hard, and that I just couldn't even control my dude because I was sweating like on the thumbstick uh, with no grip. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so to dick to to more like a you problem. Yeah, I know. Uh, to take a face off in NHL, um, you use the right thumbstick, and then you can either hold it right or hold it left uh, before they drop the puck to d decide whether you're going to do a forehand or a backhand grip. And then when the ref drops the puck, you either flick the stick up or flick the stick down. So I would move the... I have to move the, th the thumbstick over like super fucking slow over to the left or the right. If I'm even off by a millimeter, it'll think that I flicked it up or down and then I will try... Oh, I did the draw too early and then I, I lose it because... Yeah. So my team play rating is suffering because my fucking thumbstick is too precise. For fuck's sakes. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, it is. I'm just, I just, I just had to bitch about it. That's good. That's why we're here for you. Yeah, you and the rest of the audience just wanted to hear me bitch about shit. <laughs> about hockey. Yeah, about hockey. Good, uh, good fucking, boy. fucking hockey. The fucking uh, lost the maple syrup cup. We're all a bit fucking salty. Knock your teeth out. <laughs> No, you so, gotta say that with a whistle. Oh, sorry. Was the other Wolfenstein? There was Wolfenstein Youngblood, and what's the other one? They announced a VR. Ooh. Called Wolfenstein Cyber I gotta get Island. into VR. Uh, uh, Rodney and I have fiddled around with some really stuff. good stuff. So, I, I do like VR. Yeah, I'm into VR, too. Um, I get so motion sick. I get so crazy motion sick. Yeah, I do, too, actually. Um, we played a game called... Uh, You're a pilot. Well, what no, I know, that? but... There's... Toon Wars? <laughs> no, no, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Toon Wars? Two, yeah, when we were playing Toon Wars, um, the way it worked there was it was, it was with the full gear on for VR, and then all the controls were the same. The only thing different was the th right thumbstick was disabled, and you you 
your head was the right thumbstick and you had to look around and aim and all that kind of stuff. And holy yeah. fuck, that got me so yeah. motion sick. Yeah, yeah. So I walked off a ledge just expecting to drop, but I felt it myself. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, liked, I took my headset off while we're playing and it's like being streamed live to Twitch. And I've got like a full sweat going and I'm like looking around I'm like I'm gonna be sick. I hope they have a bucket. Just projectile yeah. vomiting everywhere. Like right on the cameraman. Yeah, yeah, he's like walking around watching us all and I'm like, oh this is horrible. Yeah. You soon you say, I'm Will from video games now. <laughs> yeah, it, like they got rid of being able to look around so to actually strife your character like look around yeah you had to do it yourself yeah. so it was rough like people could come at you from the side if you'd and to shoot them you'd have to turn your head that way as well yeah it was and try, oh i'm wondering we didn't get to try the treadmill because in order to do the treadmill you had to get, wait in line for whatever the fuck it was. It was like three to play hours the game. to play the game. Yeah. And then you had to wait in line again for the fucking treadmill thing. And that was another two hours. So it's like... I'd, and they only had two of those. Yeah. And we had to drive home that day. So we weren't really keen on waiting in line for five hours. Well, that and we also thought like our lunch was going to come up. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. True. True. Our uh, footlong chili cheese dogs or whatever they were. Actually, I think mm. you told me that story quite a few times. No, that was actually the year after. I don't even know what we had, but it wasn't it wasn't good. Oh, remember we had McDonald's on the way back and regretted that so hard. Oh, that was pretty bad too. Fuck. I don't know. Mark said uh, Mark and uh, fuck whatever the buddy's Bro- name is Brooks. that went with us last year. Yeah. Brooks said uh, <laughs> that they had McDonald's and it was good. They were just pissed about waiting in line because it was so busy. Do they just inject poison into their fucking body like daily or what? I don't know. I find Mark has like a steel stomach because he can eat things like and I'm like an hour later. I'm like, bro, I'm not feeling so good. Yeah, you, you got a, you got more of a soft stomach than anybody, I think. Oh, I do. Yeah, you, you always I always say, hey, you want to play? You're like, no, I got food poisoning. OK, food po- <laughs> well, it's not always food poisoning. But for me, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I also have Crohn's. So I watch what I eat a lot and uh, some things just don't agree with me. I don't yeah. know what Crohn's is, but I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stomach illness. Oh, okay. All right. Enough said. Uh, anyways, yeah. let's uh, show the Wolfenstein trailer here on the on the on the uh, live stream. So yeah, and uh, while it shows that, uh, what do you want to say about B.J. Blazkowicz's twin daughters? Twin daughters? <laughs> yeah. Because in the Wolfenstein games, if you play them on Game Pass, Rodney, you meet this uh, Russian chick. Or is it Russian? No, she's Polish. And you have sex with her, which is pretty graphic. And then in the second or end of the game, you find out she's pregnant. And in the second game, she's fully pregnant. And so you're like rolling around in the wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have a full-ass Wolfensteinian baby? <laughs> Two Wolfensteinian babies. Dude. No one would expect that. They would, you would d- distract them, and then you'd be on your last legs, and then your fucking Wolfensteinian baby would come and assassinate him. It'd be so fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BJ Blazkowicz isn't too much of an assassin. He's more of like a fucking commando. No, that's yeah, what I mean. Go, yeah. That's what I mean. He's a, he like he kills everyone, and then the last guy that's actually got the shot to kill him, and then the baby like drops down from the roof of the building and 
assassinates his a potential yeah. killer. Yeah, one of his daughters here looks like the the girl from Stranger Things, like Eleven, but a, an adult version. Yeah, the blonde one. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Well, um, this looks fucking yeah. badass. This looks literally exactly like Doom, just with uh, with some uh, Wolfenstein and Doom were basically the same thing. They just changed from hell to Nazis. Yeah, yeah. The originals were the original. Yeah. School. Anyways, all right. Let's uh, move on here. We're who? Fuck. We're gonna Commander Keen. Falling behind. Yeah. <laughs> Commander Keen. So, uh, so I. What does that say? say what's the first note say? <laughs> uh, hold on. I change. I closed it for a second. It is a classic game from. Oh, it's supposed to be ID Software. Okay. ID. Okay. <laughs> classic game from ID Software. So just, we got our, we got our shit together here at the Video Games Now podcast. So ID, (laughs) if I remember correctly, were the original creators of Doom. Okay, yeah. This game kind of seems like Doom. Yeah, well, uh, Commander Keen is a a cartoon game. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon free-to-play mobile form type game. Uh, The original one, I don't even remember when it came out. I, I do sort of remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, you're going to be playing as Billy or Billy. <laughs> the only difference is Y or IE. They are the children of the old school Commander Keen, so the original character. And the original Commander Keen was the great grand- or, uh, was the grandchild of BJ Blazkowicz. Mm. So, so this is in the Wolfenstein universe. Sort of, but it's now taken place in space. Like, this is years later. They've now gone into... Uh, I'm trying to think of... Land. Yeah, I was going to try to... This reminds me of... Um, uh, what the fuck's his name from Toy Story? He had a cartoon Wait. show. Uh, no, Buzz Lightyear? Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Remember the <laughs> Lightyear Command or whatever? It was on Saturday morning. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, where he was like training people. Yeah, it basically reminds me of that. Yeah. Oh man, that was a good show. Yeah. That was some it's, heartbreaking storytelling there. Yeah, it's sort of a, an item-based puzzle action game where you build contraptions to move through levels. It's got its own theme song, and it'll launch sometime this summer in on iOS and Android. Oh. I'm pretty picky with my mobile games. I don't know if I'm I'm too interested. I'm I'm not I'm not buying it. <laughs> You're not buying it. So here's the video. Looks on the, a little on the cartoony for me. <laughs> All right, but because uh, we got to speed up a little bit, moving on to Rage Two. So first things first, Rage Two is going to be getting a new expansion called Rise of the Ghosts. It will uh, give you new places to go, new things to ride, and new things to shoot. It'll be out later this year. Interesting. Are you going to move on, or do I have time to show a trailer? If you want to show a quick trailer, we are good. Okay. Show a quick trailer to the uh, YouTube pages. And, uh, go ahead. I still haven't picked up Rage 2. I still plan on it. I just, too many games, not enough time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Rage 2 just looks like uh, Doom in post-apocalyptic land. I'm a big post-apocalyptic fan, so something I want to play. Yeah. This looks like <clears throat> Doom and um, Wolfenstein Mad got Banks? slapped in the face with fucking Borderlands. Actually, yeah. it kind of plays like that, so yeah, it's good 
Yeah. <laughs> and then Splatoon gave its blessing because it's got some paint in there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Some nice hairdos. Yeah, that's where the Borderlands thing. Uh, uh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So while there's you're still showing the Rage 2 trailer, we'll talk about the last thing Bethesda announced because there's not really a trailer for it or anything. Okay. But they introduced their own software for game streaming called Orion. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, now yeah, it's it not it's like it's not a streaming like technology. It's not like Steam or anything. It's not a fucking paid subscription. Right. What this does is lets games stream with a much lower latency. It's supposed to help players stream games at max settings, even if your family is uh, sucking up all the bandwidth or you live in an area that is far from a uh, uh, like good internet connection. That's good. Um, it's it's. I'm good that people. Uh, so I'm glad even that I can stream stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad they're uh, work. They're working towards kind of um, uniting all gamers. Depend even though you're you may be in an area that has shitty internet. Yeah, they've already uh, partnered with uh, the Google Stadia, as the Stadia is a completely stream machine. Yeah, um, I I was actually quite shocked at how fucking cheap the Stadia was. Yeah, I already pre-ordered uh, the Founders Edition for one hundred and fifty dollars, so I was very impressed. Yeah, um, but wasn't the subscription like ten bucks a month? Yeah, it's ten bucks, and then if you get the founder, uh, the Founders Edition, you get three months free. Plus, you can give uh, uh, three months free to uh, a friend that buys the console. Right. Okay. Nice. So, all right. So, shall we move on to the uh, next fun, fun bit? Even? Ubi, Ubi Ubisoft. So we're gonna call it that because we're not sure which what's the what's the correct Ubi, saying. Ubisoft. Ubi Ubisoft. Ubisoft three. <laughs> Ubi. We'll just call it Ubi. I think that's that's fair, right? Ubi. Ubi. Good old Ubi. All right. So Ubi has some uh, some good shit going on here. Uh, we'll start with uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Will be out on uh, March 6, twenty twenty. Uh, Will tell us a little bit about this game. All right, this game is weird. Isn't uh, it? Have either of you played uh, either Watch Dogs 1 or Watch Dogs 2? Mm, can't say I have. Yeah. I played Watch Dogs 1. Okay, <clears throat> so it's still using the Watch Dogs mechanics, but this time you don't have a main character. Mm. So you play as people that are actual NPCs that you recruit. Right. And they become characters. But as soon as they die, they're dead. Oh, permadeath, eh? It's permadeath. Yeah, but you can have, like, any character. So, like, if you're if you're looking for somebody who's, like, a really good hacker, you just kind of scan the area, find a hacker, and then you can work on the recruiting process. So, I mean, even if you have permadeath, you can always find some... Yeah, but Cole... True, then it's just you're not going to... Yeah, if, you, you know, a character you like, and you get them killed. Yeah, you bond with these people, Cole. Ah, you fucking animal. They're all pawns in my game. Yeah. <laughs> so. so during the trailer, though, with their announcement, they showed uh, one of that their hackers for um, their NPCs was uh, like a, a seven-year-old granny. Right. And they had this granny break into the police station to get. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it was, but she needed to get documents. She was so getting she, da- she was yeah, she was getting information on us, somebody they wanted to recruit. Oh yeah. 
And so she broke in there. She she didn't get caught. She got the documents, but when she got out, she had to put her mask. You, you had to, you wear masks this time. Right. And you see this seven year old lady with a stun gun knocking out guards. And, <laughs> and like yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved her like when she pistol whipped one of the cops and then fell over afterwards. Like I don't know. I, I was, was really laughing. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. I'm gonna literally. But I think it's cool because you don't no have to actually like old people. <clears throat> you can do that. Yeah, you can have a team of old people or a team of like hip hop dancers or or underground fighters or there's so much yeah. cool stuff that you can do. Yeah, I'm not gonna recruit anyone but old people. They would never <laughs> never see that not coming. Recruit anybody but babies. <laughs> this uh, this is uh, oh, is this what you're talking about here? I'll quickly play it. It's in uh, set in London this time. Yeah. Um, oh, I just I thought I was gonna see the scene where the woman goes to assassinate the cop and then falls over. Uh, uh, uh that's not a, that that's, was in that's an old trailer. That was that was at the. Oh, okay. I thought it was. <laughs> that wasn't part of the trailer. That I thought it was. was I thought it was in the trailer. Here. Um, no, I was in the gameplay. Anyways, so the the music seems to have stopped. So we got to fix that. Uh, fantastic. Whatever the. Yep. There we go. One cool thing about this game is like you don't have to like the whole game is about hacking, and they they combat is almost like secondary, right? Like it's all about being able to hack and sneaking in. Like you can almost play the hitman way, right. and not, not actually kill anybody, but just hack your way through the game. So if you don't want to do combat or anything, like it's really cool how many options you can take on how you want to play the game. So yeah, for sure, it's not just like it's not just the characters, but they've added like you know played the way you want it to play is really cool. Yeah. All right, why don't we move on here? We're running. Well, this will probably be a seventy-five minute podcast, to be honest. Gods uh, and monsters. Gods and fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gods and monsters. Um, it's got a cinematic trailer that I'll play on our uh, live stream here. Go ahead. This looks interesting. Yeah. Like. It- it's got like a, a cartoon aesthetic to it. it. It looks very close to Breath of the Wild, and the main character kind of reminds me of Pit. <laughs> this is like the, yeah. the landscape is Maybe a cell shaded Hyrule from Breath of the Wild. Mind you, yeah. the the Breath of the Wild Hyrule is fucking cell shaded. So, um, there were like monsters and mythical creatures in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, because this is created by the same guys. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it literally yeah. just said that, yeah, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, I missed it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the trailer it says that, yeah. Yeah, are you watching the stream or what? Uh, No, I don't know if my computer can handle it right now. <laughs> slow. slow. We're all having computer problems. Well, mine seems to be holding yeah. up, but um, uh, Will, I think, has the worst computer out of all of us. Yours. Yeah, my old one. The old one that I fucking uh, abandoned and gave to Will for my gaming computer. It's rough. It's like you could fucking raise a child yeah. faster than that thing reboots. Like it's just, it's yeah, atrocious. It's like about 15 minutes. Yeah. Just to put my password in, it'll like freeze on that screen to like log in. So I'll put my code in and then I have to wait a minute for it to actually pre- like register and start the computer. Oh. You don't even need to put a password on it because it's so slow that people that anyone who would want to steal any information would just get fucking frustrated and just quit. Yeah, that's true. Not worth it. <laughs> this game, like, I wonder how, like, this game, like, do you think it's going to be... I know it's an RPG, but it's, like, open world. Like, is it um, going to be, like, uh... It says it's, a, story, it's a storybook adventure. 
So I don't know. It, from it doesn't look like it's a full-on open world, but it's kind of it's in a world where all you do is fight mythological creatures, mm-hmm. and you're a forgotten hero on a quest to save the Greek gods. Mm. Okay, nice. And the Greek gods are always needing saving. Yeah, they need to f- figure their own shit out. I think. Yeah, they gotta figure yeah. it out. Come on, then. Goddamn, yeah. live, on live forever, and you haven't figured out your own fucking shit yet. Yeah, just dumping it all on us. Yeah. Anyways, this comes out February twenty fifth, twenty twenty. And uh, next we got uh, Ubisoft is launching its own game subscription, Uplay Plus. 15 bucks a month gets you access to a library of over 100 Ubisoft games and all their DLC. It will include early access and new releases like Watch Watch Dogs Legion. It'll launch September 3rd in 2020. It'll be playable on Google Stadia. Plus, plus, plus. I'm getting so many Stadia. Sorry. That was necessary. Nice. I only get to use that effects fader once once a podcast. So, I don't know. Ubisoft's got a, a good catalog of games, but would I pay 50, $15 just for Ubisoft games? That is a huge question. Okay, so here's here's the thing. So remember how I was bitching about before the before, when we're doing our E3 predictions about how Microsoft's going to charge us individually for um, Xbox Live, the Game Pass for PC, and the Game Pass for, for console, and then they yep. announced, hey, Ultimate, which, like, solved all my problems, but, you know, how's that all gonna work? Because if Ubisoft is going to be charging a subscription for their games, and then, say, Bethesda is gonna be charging a subscription for their games, and so on and so on, like, that's, you know, now we're paying 100 bucks a month for games, you <laughs> might as well just buy a fucking like, hardcore, ga- or a hardware game for 80 bucks, and just, yeah. Yeah, but also think of it this way, too. Microsoft's doing it the smart way, but say if Sony starts coming up with something like their Now system or whatever, and they start putting new new first-party games on there at launch. Yep. And if Ubisoft is doing that now with uh, early access, like, I would pay the $100 if this gets me games at day one, right? Yeah. And I don't have to pay $90 for that game. Yeah, but you're paying a hundred bucks a month. Like yeah, normally, but you... think of it like when there's some of the months like next Feb, next okay, so between next January and next March, or maybe next May, I'm anticipating there's going to be twelve games out that I'm going to want to buy. Yeah, but then between March and and June, there's fucking nothing. So you're paying four hundred bucks for, or three hundred bucks for fucking nothing. But I would still be playing all these other games too, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I want to see how this all goes because I think that that's you know there's got to be some sort of bundle at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, like pay forty bucks a month and you get Ubisoft and Bethesda and and you know Square Enix or whatever. I don't think I honestly I don't think that they should have their own individual fucking subscription. That's kind of silly. Like. Um, well, it makes sense for Microsoft because they they're they're the hardware publisher, drivers, right? Yeah. They also have like they're not just first party, but the only games that are going to be on the Ubisoft subscription are going to be Ubisoft. Yeah, all the all the tower climbing, checkpoint getting, and fucking swan diving you could ever get in a game for fifty yeah. bucks a month. But then you could probably go back and play like Assassin's Creed One all the way to Odyssey. Ah, that's true. Dude, marathon. that's <laughs> like that is easily like three months of your life. 
That's what I mean. <laughs> like, I fuck. felt even more for me, man. It took me so long to get through Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. Hey, Rodney, I got a good idea for us. A uh, marathon for uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. All of us play the games, but we have to 100% them. So you remember, like, in the first game, you have to get all the feathers and the flags? Well, like, I, I do that anyway. <laughs> like, um, I... Okay, I didn't 100% Origins... But I fully explored the map. I did basically every little fucking side quest you could. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't figure out... You know how you go into this, like, the... At the very, very south end of the map in Origins, there's, like, that little... Ca- um, um, cr- not crater. Um, canyon. And you go yeah. in there and you find, like, these the the crystals the and... and yeah. The, yeah, I d- couldn't figure out what the fuck that was about. I assumed that it'd be some DLC bullshit for, for later on, so... I, I never... Uh, no, you find these little chambers throughout the world and uh, they unlock stories of the past. Interesting. And okay. the future. And the future. And the present. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, but uh, moving on, we got uh, Roller Champions. I am actually really fucking impressed that you said that with a straight face. Roller champions. Roller champions. That looks fun. It looks like, uh, what was that game with the cars? The one that was super popular that came Uh, out? Rocket League. Twisted Metal? No, he's thinking Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this is Rocket League. This is, this is, this is worse than Rocket League. This is Rollerball. Yeah, man. We're just missing it looks like uh, Is that ex- actual like sport? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> um, is this an actual sport? Uh, yeah, uh, it no, is. But, uh, sort of. Well, I mean, roller derby is like hockey, but uh, it's it's a woman's sport. Like only, it's like a roller derby. Like women play roller derbies. It's not. I don't think there's like a men's league. But it's like you can only skate in one direction. You can yeah. never go backwards. Like you have to constantly skate. In a yeah. circle, it's still full so contact. Like, what if? Yeah, oh yeah. What if I've the uh, ball those, goes the wrong way? Women are nuts. Yeah. So so what if the ball goes the wrong way? Do you have to like skate as fast as you can around to you grab it? You go all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's yeah, rough. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot skate in the uh, in. Uh, you can turn around to like skate backwards to look behind you if someone's about to hit you or something like that, but you can't skate backwards. Interesting. This sounds super fun. We should do this for your birthday, Will. No. <laughs> <laughs> Roller derby is a, it's a woman's sport. It's a, it's a, there's actually, I'm just looking it up right here. It's a contact sport played by two teams of five roller skating counterclockwise around track. It's played by approximately 1,200 amateur leagues worldwide, mostly well, in the United States, though. Well, I will have you know, Cole, if you look at my um, latest Facebook post by my wife, she did the, the gender face swap thing, and I look sexy as hell, even with my hairy chest. Actually, I oh, was yeah. very disturbed. <laughs> Honestly, she saw it, and uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I saw that this afternoon, and I was like trying to play Borderlands, and I looked at my phone for a second, and I was like, "Oh God!" Well, I did it. You know, she, she just—I was playing How NHL. Can I and that lady. I was uh, playing NHL, and she just came up and was like, "Hey, um, here." I, I since I did this t- with all the guys at work, and I'm like, "What do you like?" I saw the face thing, and I'm like, "Oh, she's just." She wants to see what I look like as a fucking chick or something. So I'm like, all right, sure, whatever. So I did a stupid smile, and then she goes and puts it on fucking Facebook. I'm like, oh, great. Now everyone can see how hairy my chest is. No, just kidding. Um, it's actually pretty tame compared to most. Um, anyways, so moving on here. Hey, we, you have like a Robin Williams going on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alright, so Rainbow Six Quarantine is uh, up next. Uh, so Rainbow Six Quarantine is the next room is the next Rainbow Six. It's a three-player tactical verse uh, enemy co-op game coming in early 2020. It looks scary, almost like a horror game. So let's have a quick look here at what that entails. I don't know if it's zombies or if it's like supernatural or something, but it's definitely out of the normal Rainbow Six uh, well, story. Rainbow Six had like every, they kind of have like seasons where every couple months they'll release like two new operatives from a different part of the country and they'll release like new maps and new a bunch of stuff like i mean i've played quite a bit of rainbow six and uh one of the monthly expansions that they did was they dropped a quarantine type level where you fought a alien and like you you basically like were playing rainbow six but instead of fighting against another team of five, you'd like do a, a mission against these aliens like an extraction or uh, getting information so it looks like it might be expanding more i think that that's what they're doing season of the game the next full uh rainbow six is quarantine <laughs> yeah yeah so maybe like i mean it was a lot of fun but you could only play it during that season it was out for yeah. so maybe it got some good good hype i mean unfortunately i missed it i never got to play that that season of it so uh maybe people loved it so much they're gonna make their own their own full game release of it mm. Okay, so this next one is... No, no, no. Hey, I gotta do the intro for this one. This is Rodney's favorite game. Alright. Like, if you guys get to see him at a dance, uh, like, at a bar, this is where he gets it all from. Yeah, and uh, Will's birthday party next weekend is gonna be... uh, Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if I can cancel my RSVP. (laughs) So your own birthday? The party will find your way to you, my friend. It's your birthday. (laughs) You're dancing. Oh no! I'll send you a Snapchat or something. I don't yeah, even have Snapchat. Now no one will show. So, yeah, summer might show the up. Just is killing. What yeah. is it? Just is dance. Twenty twenty. Dance. Nice. It's coming you to the Switch, PlayStation, yep. Xbox, Stadia, and the Wii. Yep, a Wii game. In 2019. It's coming to the Wii, like the original Wii? Yeah, I guess. It says Wii. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That is Uh, so dumb. Why? Yeah. Like, not even the Wii. Like, that's like saying, hey guys, we're releasing a new NES game. Just dance 2020. They're still trying to use the Joy Cons or whatever the, the. Controllers. Well, why wouldn't they release it for the Wii U? Like, the, you can still pl- use the Wii, con- the Wii <laughs> motes on the Wii U. I don't know. Why wouldn't they just do it on the Switch? It's got fucking its own version of the Wii fucking remotes that are way better. So, who, weird. Who fucking approved That's that decision? Super weird. That's so dumb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, so so this one, the next one, pissed me off. So I'm just going to let Rodney talk about it, and I'm going to be quiet. All right, so a new mobile strategy game called Tom Clancy's Elite Squad will bring characters from multiple Clancy franchises together, like Sam Fisher and Rainbow Six Guy. Wait, what? <laughs> best, uh, best reaction. I'll read that again, because it wasn't obviously wasn't clear. A new mobile strategy game called Tom Clancy Elite Squad will bring characters from multiple Clancy franchises together, like Sam Fisher and Rainbow Six Guy. Why does this piss you off? 
Will. I want to know. Because I want a new Splinter Cell and I want the return of Sam Fisher, but I don't want him in a fucking uh, strategy game for a phone. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. Uh, 100%. Maybe, uh, maybe they're just building up for the new game. Maybe this mm. is just a little <laughs> taste of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be, could be. All right, let's uh, continue to move on here. We're uh, near the end of Ubisoft's thing, aren't we? Yep. Excellent, excellent. Uh, go ahead. Division 2 is going to be free-to-play from June 13th to the 16th. The So that is done with, uh, and now the game's first major update, uh, Outskirts uh, DC Outskirts Expedition, will kick off in July with Episodes 1, sending you to places like the National Zoo. Episode 2 this fall will send you to, into the Pentagon, and Episode 3 will send you back to New York City. And in early 2020, we will have more Division content. Nice. Uh, oh, also, um, Division and Ubisoft partnered with Netflix for a Division movie directed by David Leach, which will uh, co-star... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Justin. Jake Chastain. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Division movie. I'm pretty excited about that if Netflix is in charge. Uh, dude, Netflix, I, I'm, I'm not going to bash on Netflix right now. But they've been <laughs> releasing some freaking stinkers lately. Yeah, just because it's they've just been buying everything. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, they've yeah. been buying everything. Thing and they're just like making anything. I don't know. All the streaming sites have been like Amazon, Netflix, like yeah. everything is just releasing some garbage. Yes. But hey, division movie that could be interesting. That could be interesting. Um, be I interesting. I uh, watched a Netflix original called uh, When They See Us or when they or something like that. I can't, actually can't remember the exact name, but it was about the uh, Central Park Five. Super, oh yeah, super fucking good. It was really good. It's quite impressive. It's a four part miniseries. Nice. Um. Anyways, so I think I said that last time. I can't remember. But uh, can't remember. Can't remember. Anyways, uh, let's quickly move on here. So we're running, running out of time. So uh, where are we here? Okay, so we're Odyssey. on. Yeah, so we're on. A, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is getting a story creator and discovery tour mode. Fuck yeah! Announced during the pre-show, story creator. Er, yeah, story creator is a quest building mode where players can make their own Assassin's Creed missions, including dialogue and branching pathways, then share it with others. It's in open beta starting today. Discovery Tour lets you wander ancient Greece unhindered by enemies learning all about its history. That's that, cool. I think they have that in Origins too, didn't they? Not they the, did, yeah. Not, they not, released it after. Basically, they partnered with historians, and instead of playing the game, you just wander through and you get narrated. Nice. Mm. That, that's, that's actually awesome. super interesting. I might want to do that. Yeah, Especially for I Greece. love the Greece history, so I'd probably do it. It's uh, you know what? Actually, I'm just I'm kind of curious about the pyramids inside, like how accurate those are, like inside the actual pyramids. Now we're talking about origins, but uh, well, I mean that can tie into Odyssey too, like any of the any of the underground structures or, or ancient buildings, like how accurate those are. I don't know. They usually if do a ton are, of research for it. They do, but I don't think like when they did like the uh, the pyramids and origins, they weren't the same way like they look in the actual world. Yeah, I'm they sure they make them look the same, but the inside is completely different. To, to fit the like the mechanics and shit of the game, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
you know, I, I doubt that they have a 3D scan or some bullshit that they would actually release to a publisher to let no. the whole world know what's inside the fucking pyramids of Egypt. That's why I want to go there and break into the pyramids, Will. You, you should come with me. Yeah, you know, uh, Jill in um, Egypt and Cairo is probably, like, more like death. Jail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They so, treat trespassing in the pyramids like uh, like worse than murder, so... <laughs> fuck. Alright. Two Canadians uh, about to be uh, gunned down by a, a... Fuck, what is that? A firing squad. Yeah, vi- uh, They're uh, well known for a shitty video games podcast uh, <laughs> back in Canada. Yeah. They're curious. Uh, they're cur- curiousism got them. Uh, got the best of them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, who is this? There's another blonde guy with glasses running to. Oh, he's grabbed the gun. It's Cole. Yeah. Fucking guns us down. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll take you guys down. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't wear <laughs> glasses anymore. I got eye surgery. Right, you got eye no surgery. Glasses for me. Yeah, we couldn't play Sea of Thieves for a week because you couldn't fucking see. Couldn't see. Yeah. Couldn't see. I can see now. 2020, baby. Yeah. I'm still gonna call him blind motherfucker. Blind motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Uh, so For Honor has a new limited time mode called Shadows of the Hiktori. Hik- Hitokori. Hitokori. Huh. Yeah, I, t- I love limited time things. Especially when they when they give limited time things to you. Yes. So <clears throat> you skipped one though. Rainbow Six's next season, uh, season Operation Phantom Sight uh, is now out. So, yeah, I played the last day before that came out on uh, the last season that they did. The Australian season with a thick Australian girl. With a, yeah, alright. Uh, anyways... Yeah, uh, Phantom's got some funny guys. So Adventure Sorry, Time... Go on. Uh, Advent, well, there's like no information on this. It's literally... Uh, please look forward to it is the description. And then the one I just said, The Shadows of uh, Hitokiri, I guess. Hitokiri. Yeah, uh, it says it's available this week. Then that's all it says. Just super, yeah. Running out of yeah, things to say. I guess. It's for honor. It's just basically a, a mode where y- you partner with uh, your friends to take on this uh, ghost samurai. Like even what you just said would have been better than what this what the description here is. <laughs> so uh, I don't think too many people really cared. <laughs> his boss is like, "Why is for honor not in there?" It's like because no one cares. Be like, put it in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's available this week. Um. <laughs> Adventure Time is getting a crossover with uh, Brawlhalla. Oh, yes. Um, Is this the mythic... Oh, no, that's the next one. Yeah. Sorry. And and I can never say this guy's name, but uh, one of the actors from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Rob... Rob Michelini. Is that how you say it? Michelini? Michelini. I think so. Cole, help Help. (laughs) Uh, the guy who's dyslexic, you're asking to help read a confusing name. <laughs> the guy who oh. can't see, yes. The guy who can't see and can't read when he can't and see. But it looks like <laughs> McLean didn't. Oh yeah, okay. I said I said it right then. That's good. All right. So they've partnered with uh, Apple and Ubisoft um, to do a. It actually looks kind of like comedy, Office style um, TV show about the inner life of a game studio um interesting so this ian graham guy they're like making out to be like a supermodel fucking sex icon yeah but he did that himself did he yeah he's the creative director <laughs> at this studio uh 
<laughs> and uh, if you watch the trailer, yeah, um, everyone, they're like, uh, this isn't a trailer for the game. This is all about you. And he's like, yeah, but it looks good. And they're like, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, I, oh, good. Sorry. It's also uh, got a, a lot of great cast uh, and uh, they're supposed to have some really good cameos. But uh, another cast mate is Charlie Day. Yep. Who's also in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. And we're talking about uh, Mythic Quest, right? Yeah, it's okay. uh, Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Banquet. So basi- basically, the studio that they work for, and he's the creative director, like the big guy, yep. is they created the next big MMO. So picture Warcraft, and they're at top of the world right now, and Raven's Banquet is their first expansion. Okay, nice. Man, does he just walk into work, like, every day and just... All the ladies are like, oh, it's Mr. Creative Director. Sexy beard. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. does he actually work? Do you, does he just walk in and, and uh, increase the morale with his sexiness? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. It looks like it's a comedy, and it definitely gives me an idea very similar to The Office, but because it yeah. takes place in a game studio, I really want to watch this. Yeah. Um, Cole, when you're on set, you increase the productivity with your sexiness. Do I? Oh, yeah. Now that I don't wear glasses anymore, the second you use glasses, you just get instantly sexier. You think so? I don't I know. I think so. I can go either way, I think. You can go either way? You I can date a dude with glasses? Yeah, but not like half glasses, half no glasses. Yeah, wouldn't be into that. But anyways. Um. <laughs> it's a monocle. <laughs> it's just, yeah, the, the monocle is a huge turnoff, I think. Yeah, it, yeah. I think that's a turn on. I mean, if you rock into a place with a monocle, you're in. <laughs> Everybody needs okay. to that. You're in, and then you're out. Um, all right, Joe uh, Bernath. Oh my God, Bernthal. So the, the Punisher, John Bernthal, brought a dog on stage for uh, talking about Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah. The game will reinclude AI teammates for solo players as part of its post-launch plan. It'll also have commu- uh, an official community for Ghost Recon fans called Ghost Recon Delta Company, and the. Dog will launch on a beta of Ghost Recon Breakpoint on September fifth. Interesting. Is this is this like a uh, a Wildlands style game? Yes, it is. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. This is the sequel, Breakpoint. Okay, so cool. in the newest expansion for Wildlands, I think it's called Project Oracle. You meet uh, um, John Barenthal's character, who's uh, a ghost as well. But in Breakpoint, he's now left the ghost, killed all his former teammates, and started up his own mercenary company. That's how you got to do it if you want to move up in the world. <laughs> Kill everybody you work with. Yep. All right. I... Man, I loved, uh, I loved Wildlands. So, I mean, it took a little bit to get off, get off the ground, but... It was a great game, though, after that. It wasn't as repetitive as I thought oh, it was yeah. going to be. Yeah. So that comes out on uh, September 5th. Yeah, it was a lot to do. And uh, I think we've uh, come to the end of our podcast currently. Um, so we'll have to do... We talk a lot on the, on these podcasts. about. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Actually, we were relatively on track for like 80% of it. Yeah, I yeah. had to keep trying uh, to move, a lot to move cover. us on. Yeah, there's a lot to cover. So um, we'll do uh, so in the next podcast. We'll do Square Enix and Nintendo, and then oh, it's going to be super good. So uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Please leave us a review on whatever you're listening to us on, whether that be Spotify. Can you leave reviews? Yeah, yeah, you can. Right? 
think you can. I don't even remember. I don't even fucking know. Anyways, uh, yeah, if you can leave a review, please leave a review. Helps us out a lot. And uh, let us know what you guys think of the show on our uh, website or social media, videogamesnow.ca. You can find all the links to social media and uh, all of our other uh, uh, channels. And yeah, let us know what you guys think of uh, Ubisoft, Ubi Ubisoft, and <laughs> and Bethesda. Uh. So, uh, alright, thanks a lot. We'll see you all in the next one. Bye-bye. Talk to you in a few minutes. See you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.